Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the Game That Tune champion, Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back. Game That Tune in the house for episode 231. And man, we are going to have a blast tonight. We've got a great show coming up for you tonight. We've each got three songs from a video game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off. We're going to have a lot of fun. And I think we're going to be in an extra great mood. Uh, you know, we're recording this on a inauguration night. Not yet, John. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah, we're just, you know, we're feeling jovial, optimistic, you know, just incrementally more, uh, more excited about the future. Um... And all that is to say that I uh, I picked the theme for uh, this episode. That's why we're feeling those things. And, uh, you know, so the country has a new boss, so I want to talk about games with awesome bosses. Big boss battles. Uh, if a game has some cool, sick-ass boss fights, we're gonna talk about them tonight. Uh, or we might have all struggled with this theme because we've played a lot of games on this show, including a lot of uh, a lot of our favorite boss fights. I'm not sure if that's uh, that's just me or if that was everybody. Um, oh no, it was it was definitely me as well. Yeah, it was. There's a, yeah, we've we've talked about a lot of good games with a lot of good bosses. We should probably do like a different like a a redo of all previous episodes of GTT, but really focus on the bosses, like. You know, we mm -hmm. talk kind of broadly about the games. Let's, let's really focus. Let's, let's dive into the minutiae of every game we've ever talked about, including a breakdown of each game's bosses. What do you think, David? You in? I was actually, and this isn't even a bit, I was seriously like, once we finished and we're in the post-show, I was going to suggest, like, what if we did almost like a normal podcast episode where we each chose, like, three bosses that we really enjoyed and we just talk about them? Whoa, 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 a normal podcast episode, David. <laughs> mean, like a, a non-music-focused podcast thing. <laughs> we, we still pick the boss musics, right? Like, at least we do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, pick three boss themes and talk about them. Uh, Ooh, that, and then, you, you know, we play the boss theme, we try to guess the boss from the theme. So it's still Game That Tune. We can call it Game That Tune, Who's the Boss? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, can we get Tony Danz or, on the show? I think we could. Probably. I'm sure, that, I'm sure he's on Cameo. He's probably pretty cheap. <laughs> oh, oh, man. So, yep. It's, uh, you know, see, we're already doing better in this, uh, you know, this new uh, new administration. We're coming up with new creative fun ideas. We're just feeling good, man. You know, uh, shout, out to, uh, shout out to that new president that we all got today. What a, what a day it was. So uh, yeah, we're gonna have have a little extra fun. I think it's a cause for celebration. Uh, you know, if you're playing along at home, then I think it's time. You know, we probably should have sent out an email to our podcast listeners saying, "Hey, buy a bottle of champagne before starting the show tonight." But you know, they'll, they'll figure it out. So uh, I, I think we're all gonna pop open uh, something that has a soundboard cue to go with it. John, do you have a soundboard cue for this? 
No, I thought just popping the champagne was the sound. I even if asked I, him. <laughs> if like, only there yeah. were a sound on the soundboard that possibly related to opening a bottle of champagne. Oh, I, I mean, know what you're talking about now. I talking about that's the one, the Tim if Allen Johnny champagne. Have it, just cue me in. I will stand in. All right, here okay. we go, gentlemen. Well, Johnny, hit hit that correct sound, and then we're all gonna do a little champagne pop and start game one. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Woo! Woo! Game one. So, uh, if the player fails to continue the game, then the leader takes over the world in an act of uh, world domination, and all versions of this game, there's multiple versions, we're hearing the Super Nintendo version, feature a high score list.
Can you give that trivia one more time? Yeah, if the player fails to continue the game, um, then the leader takes over the world in an act of world domination. And all versions of this game have a high score list. <laughs> so, but you specifically said the leader. Yes. Yes, David, this is that Simpsons season nine game. It's the <laughs> Movementarians. <laughs> All right, let's see some right answers. So Jesse says, Civilization SNES with a question mark, and that's incorrect. Um, John and David both wrote The Incredible Hulk, and that is correct. This is The Incredible Hulk for the Super Nintendo. Uh, also, Sega Genesis, and there's also a Game Gear version, which I did not look that one up. I mostly looked up <laughs> Super Nintendo and Genesis. I'm surprised and, uh, I figured you would have gone with the Game Gear version. I, sh I should have. And yeah, he didn't this have is, enough batteries. This is the Incredible Hulk. Oh, it's, uh, the leader. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what tipped me off. I was like, wait, the leader? It's... Hang on. Yeah, let me check my leader beans. Yep, yep. He's God in there. damn it. It's like, was there uh, a Hulk game on Super Nintendo? Because I feel like I would have heard about this. Yeah, like I knew you should because about... it's got one of the best boss fights in any video game. I was about to say, David would have heard about it as a famous Super Nintendo owner. He definitely would have known about this. Yeah. Well, no, but I was all no, about, like... because Dave, David owned the Sega Genesis. That's... Oh, he should have known about this still. Right. He's the <laughs> Sega mean, guy. I forgot. You know, we're we're changing all the roles here. I uh, mean, I was New thinking... administration, and we've shuffled around all of our, uh, our things. <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of it being a superhero game. It's like, I definitely knew about... Justice League Task Force, the like Justice League fighting game, Maximum Carnage, Captain America and the Avengers. Like, I feel like I would have known about a Hulk game. You'd like to think that, it's, wouldn't you? It's, yeah. it's okay. The, when you're the Hulk, it's okay. Yeah, you can turn into Bruce Banner where you get a gun oh, with like two shots. What? Yeah. Yeah, it's stupid. Well, the point of being Bruce Banner is that he can fit through areas that the Hulk can't, so you can get into no, secret areas as Bruce. that's bullshit, because the Hulk could just smash the fucking wall open. <laughs> like, you tell the Hulk he can't get into an area, that, that motherfucker's getting to an area. <laughs> I was just about to say, it's like, oh, there are certain, like, doorways and paths that the Hulk can't fit through. It's like, yeah, you know how Hulk gets through them? He punches through them. Yeah, yeah but what if true. it's like, uh, what, what if it's like a sewer pipe that he's just too big to fit through. That he He's just gonna... keeps fucking punching. The Hulk rips can't it open. duck. <laughs> Again, he'll punch until he gets there. It's the fucking Hulk. It's true. They should have yeah. made this whole game punchable. Like, it just there's no boundaries to this game because you can just punch your way oh. out of them. <laughs> you just have a completely destructible environment. <laughs> like, you can punch anything. Yeah. That, that's I... the problem with these games is like, you know, if you pick, if you make a char a game about a character who's so fucking powerful, and you don't make him that powerful, it's like, what are you even doing? That's why they can't make a really good Superman game. Um, it's true. Yeah, it was one of the things the holding back the original idea for Metal Gear uh, Rising. They wanted to be able to cut anything in the game. It's like, well, you can't no. do that. Like, <laughs> you you literally can't have the entire game cuttable. It's like. You know, Kojima's like, oh, fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> you finish it, I can't do this. That's why the best, like, the best Hulk game ever is um, Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction, where they basically said, like, what if you had Grand Theft Auto, but you're the Hulk? Yeah. It's like, mm -hmm. just 
run around and smash anything you want. I mean, that's probably what they originally envisioned for this, and then they realized the limitations of the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis, and they had no Grand Theft Auto <laughs> reference points, so they just made a shitty platforming game. I, mean, I was just about to say, I like that. It's like, oh, we no, we should absolutely be making a Grand Theft Auto game. Like, it's 1994. What the fuck is Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> you want the, the Hulk to commit a crime he's a superhero <laughs> a beloved superhero nobody you know, no 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 we can't have that happen hey rock no. this is your cousin barry barry star <laughs> i got a i got a game idea for you yes you know that uh, new game you've been looking for yeah <laughs> well, listen so, to this <laughs> play some of that funky hulk jazz <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hulk jazz. what the what the fuck was that music, John? <laughs> it, it was pretty good. That final tune bow, was bow, the bow, final. Bow, I'm the Hulk. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> so that that last song, that which was especially funky, was the final boss music, which we have to no talk way. about. We have to talk about. <laughs> so, you know, you fight Rhino, you fight Absorbing Man, you fight Tyrannus. Right. Um, the final Rhino. boss is the leader, and the final boss battle is the leader just stands there, and you uppercut them into a pit. And the game ends. That's it. So That's like, you, get, you just get close enough to the leader to land one punch and you win the game? Yeah, and they don't attack you. They don't have any frames of animation even. They just stand there completely still. It, but like the boss meter appears, like the health bar appears and everything. They just walk up just and like, punch them. That's it. He wouldn't dare punch me. I'm the leader. Oh, I made I a hope, mistake. I hope it's a fucking thing where, like, the health bar, like, fills, like, six times, and you're like, oh, my God, this battle is about to be the fucking toughest thing I've faced. And then and you, you just, just, just nudge him. <laughs> or you could turn into Bruce Banner and shoot him with a gun. That's also a way to end the game. Could you? Okay, that's, no. that's somehow more dark. It's like you just <laughs> uppercut. Dark. the leader through like a two floors of roofing into some pit or you can just revert to human form and shoot him in the head like, just blow oh his God. huge ass brain out you no leader Jones him, you know? no leader I'm not angry I'm just disappointed bam oh so, Johnny, is that the boss fight you chose to focus on? The yes. fucking your cool-ass boss fight is the leader? Yeah, man. Okay, honestly, you might have won the show. That is unexpected. <laughs> you haven't heard me I was going to say, it's like the final boss, you know, you fight Absorbing Man, you fight Rhino, and then you fight the leader as the final boss. Like, oh, that's awesome. Especially, like, if the leader uses his gamma brain and, like, builds some giant Dr. Wily-style machine. Like, fuck yeah. It's like, no, you just walk up and deck him. <laughs> okay. Shit out of him. <laughs> oh, okay. He didn't want to try, huh? No, if you know, if you got that close to the leader, he knows he's fucked. <laughs> I mean, if that's accurate. Yeah, yeah. You got through all those like robots and shit, and you fought the rhino, and you beat Nick Nolte, and it's like, well, hell, I guess you're punching me into this giant pit, aren't you? Like, I better not move. Go ahead. Do it. Uh, that's uh, that's really something, John. You know, well done. Yeah, um, I, I'm trying to find the video. There's there's a video that's titled like the hardest boss ever or epic boss or something like that. And it's got like a nice. million views, and it's just like eight seconds long. Of it's just him punching the leader. <laughs> yeah, walks up, punches yeah. the leader, and the fight. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm looking at the game now. It does look pretty cool. Like, 
it's uh, it's definitely just like a crappy like SNES license game, but like the animation looks pretty good. I'm, I'm seeing it came out in like '94, so like you know n mid to late SNES, so like decent sprite animations. You know the Hulk's nice and big, and he's got good muscles. Um, <laughs> That's important. It does look like you're mostly just like punching robot guys and. Uh, actually, okay, now I'm seeing it. You can, uh, if you have your full health, you can just run through guys, which is pretty dope. Like, if you if you keep your health at, like, full Hulk health, you can just, like, shoulder charge motherfuckers. And he's got his, uh, his Hulk, like, super clap. Um, oh, nice. I, I don't know. What's the name of that move, David? Thunderclap. Uh, thunder yes, okay, yeah. I, uh, I... I was never really familiar with the name for it. It just was something that I was always mystified by. Like, I'm sorry, he can like clap sound waves that knock people out. Cool. He, I for, oh, I forget what comic it is, but there's a comic where like there's an explosion, like a missile explosion coming at him, and he claps so hard he pushes the explosion back, which yeah. defies all kinds of laws of physics. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I recall, and I think it was the Incredible Hulk movie, the you know Edward Norton one. He like claps to put out fires. I'm like, sure, fuck it, why not? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, not Hulk breath or anything. Not you. Know, <laughs> it's not Primal Rage, so he's not using Hulk ass. He's just he claps the fire out. <laughs> to be fair, this is also the Hulk who there was a. I can't remember the comic, but, like, the planet was exploding, two tectonic plates were ripping apart, so the Hulk just jumped in, grabbed them, and then pulled the planet back together. Okay, see, that's dope. And see, I'm wondering, I, I would like to play this because I need to know about the jumping mechanics, because there's one thing I really love about the Hulk besides, you know, the nature of the character, the whole, you know, beat shit up and get more angry and get more big. I do love the crazy big jumps. So, like, can you just jump over a whole level and skip it? Like, because, yeah. <laughs> like, the, you know, the mile-long jumps are something I've always been a fan of with the Hulk, so I need to know about that. <laughs> like, uh, I'm picturing now, you know, we need, like, a Super Mario 64 modification, but it's all Hulk, and you can just, like, jump straight to the top of, like, the bomb -Bom Battlefield Mountain, like... It would be good, guys. <laughs> Super jumps, you know what I'm talking about. That would be pretty cool. Doesn't skip leg day, baby. I know in City of Heroes, I would always pick Super Jump. Yeah, Super Jump rules. Like, that was one of my favorite, probably, like, Grand Theft Auto or, like, Saints Row cheats. It's like, yeah, when you like, feel like you're breaking the boundary of something by jumping too high, it's dope. <laughs> um, but yeah, John, this, uh, man, what a pick. Yeah. I ha yeah. I just I, I shared the video to our Discord uh, podcast listeners. I highly recommend looking up the easiest boss in the history of video games. That's the title nice. of this video. It's about a minute long, and the the best part is when you uppercut the leader, and then it just says level complete. <laughs> <laughs> a winner is you. <laughs> it's so good. Hell yeah, man. Uh, cool pick. Uh, anything else, John, before we move on? Nope, I'm ready to move on. <laughs> Hell yeah, man, you smashed that one. Let's keep going. Game 2.
All right, guys. So, somewhat surprisingly, this is the first entry in the mainline series that features character dialogue during the actual gameplay.
Alright guys, you should be uh feeling pretty good after that one, I hope. I thought if we you're not, this then game. you're just screwed on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some lyrical hints in there. John yeah, Regan somewhat bizarrely <laughs> says Einhander. Uh, and David and Jesse both have the correct answer of Devil May Cry 5. <laughs> I thought we've used this, but it's not on the chart, because... It ain't, baby. <laughs> but it's on the radio. It is, because it's a good-ass soundtrack, and I added it to the radio like a year ago. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I'll go to, I, I guess there's a fifth Devil May Cry game. I'll download that and throw it on the radio. Um... Yeah, and that's that's why we've had Devil May Cry 5 being requested frequently on the radio without us ever having used it on the show. Um, all that is to say, yeah, I still haven't played Devil May Cry 5. Jesse, you, uh, you play any Devil May Cry games? Yeah, I played... Uh, I beat the first one, I played a little bit of the second one, I played a little bit of the fifth one, and I think David Word. had something to say about it. Oh, okay. No, I was going to say, um, I have not played these games, but... That's a that's a dark spot like on my gaming list because I feel like I would really enjoy these games. I think you would, David. So, you know, for some reason, maybe not like the actual gameplay of it, but like <laughs> just the uh, kind of the overall vibe. There's a lot of monsters, a lot of demons. Uh, there's some hot dudes with rude toods. Um, All right. All right. Are they hedgehogs? Know, big swords demon shit going on. Uh, it's like monsters, demons, action gameplay, and like hot shirtless dudes with trench coats. You're, you're talking my language. Look, I'm into this. Swords mm -hmm. and guns. Yes. Uh, yeah, David famously a fan of all weapons. <laughs> are they trench coats or are they dusters? This is important. They're, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Based on what I know, they're more more like dusters. They, okay. They don't go all the way to the ground, which is a you know, nice touch. Damn it, Johnny. You're one of those. It's not a fedora. It's a trilby. Well, only if somebody calls a trilby fedora, then yes. <laughs> I was kind of expecting only if a laugh there. Be corrected, the fact that David. I didn't get one makes me feel bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, no, the, the main characters in this game, yeah, they wear the hell out of some fancy fucking dusters. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think. I, I think does every character in this game wear a goddamn duster? Because yeah, like even this one, they yeah, they uh, they added in new guys. It's not just Dante anymore. You got this guy Nero, and okay, actually Nero's the new guy, and his jacket. It's more of a long jacket. It's not so much a duster. So ooh, this kid, he's bold, making bold fashion statements in the Devil May Cry verse. Um, yeah, these games seem pretty cool, and yeah, they're kind of a blind spot for me as well, because I'm like, man, uh, I'm confused by this the progression of this series, and I would like to play them, because I like games, you know, ostensibly where you slash stuff up and shoot them with guns and hit them with swords and have characters with rude toods, like, you know, that sounds good to me, but, like, they, uh... I guess the series kind of fizzled out, and then they tried to reboot it, and then they came back with this one in the mainline series, and so I wasn't sure how they were all connecting up at this point, and so I was kind of like, ah, I don't know, I'll just kind of, I'll acknowledge these games as things I would like to play, but maybe this just, maybe this ship has sailed on me. And then I was reading about it, and actually, I think I might have it in, because they, uh, apparently in Devil May Cry 4, they replaced Dante as the main uh, character with this uh, new guy Nero. Uh, I, I love the reason for replacing Dante. Uh, Dante got too powerful. 
and they had to come up with a way to, you know, strip him of his powers. And rather than go the Samus Aran at the beginning of every Metroid game route, they just came up with a new character that would need to build up new powers. I'm like, good idea. Uh, <laughs> so they brought in a new guy for Devil May Cry 4, and he's also one of the protagonists of Devil May Cry 5. And I'm like, okay, maybe I can just hop in with my current knowledge of the series at like 4 and 5 and pick it up and enjoy it. I don't know. I need to, uh, need to look into it. Because, uh, yeah, big guys, uh, you know, big cool guys fighting big cool bosses. Like, this game, it's got some, uh, it's got some pretty cool bosses. Uh, it's all, like, you know, demon underworld shit. You get to fight, like, uh, you know, uh, like a big Cerberus at one point that has, like, elemental heads, which is pretty cool. Like, there's a fire and an ice and a thunderhead on this Cerberus. I'm like, all right, Ooh. that's a, that's a nice Cerberus twist. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, and there's like this uh, this Goliath you fight. It's like this big hideous demon that has like a giant gaping maw that it uh, its stomach opens up and it can like suck stuff in and turn it into giant fireballs. And uh, as part you know like uh, like I said in the trivia, apparently this is the first time in any of these games where characters talk back and forth during the fights. I was baffled to learn that because I thought again, hate to keep going back to the phrase rude dude. But I, I kind of thought that this game was all about some rude dude. So you'd be doing some gunslinging and some slashing, and you know Dante be sitting there spitting out one-liners, and characters would be yelling at each other. Apparently not. Apparently it took till Devil May Cry Five where they're like, "Hey, you know what'd be kind of cool is if when you slash this Goliath in the right spot, it calls you a motherfucker." And it's like, "Hey, that's a really <laughs> good idea. That's like, <laughs> genius. <laughs> wow, we should have hired you years ago." It's a really good idea. Conversation during a game, like or during the gameplay, you say. Well, all right, we'll try it. Um, and yeah, it seems uh, seems pretty cool. Just a bunch of disgusting underworld demons and shit. Uh, there's a new, uh, also another new protagonist. This fucking Timothy Chalamet-looking motherfucker. <laughs> uh, this kid V. He's like a scrawny bitch boy with like a cane that is mysterious and soft-spoken it's like john all right kind of cool. demons and stuff I think that's the thing he fights by like summoning like demon crows and demon like mon like he actually just uses monsters to fight and then just finishes off all his fights by stabbing them with his cane i'm like all right like you know cool but also i mean you know who wants to play the game as the fucking weird kid with the cane come on man i yeah i came to these games for Big fucking swords and guys in trench coats, not <laughs> sad boys with canes. Okay, yeah, no, John. Okay, sad so I, I, I specifically wrote these companies to request the Tiny Tim mode, okay? And that's what I, <laughs> that's what I want. Yeah. Is that a nickname for Timothy Chalamet yet? Do people call him Tiny Tim? Yeah, Tiny Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> oh, is it Timothy? Fuck me. I'm such a jerk. Oh, um, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Timothy. <laughs> oh, God. Don't fuck with me, John. I don't know these things. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it seems like a super cool game. And I'm like, watching all the videos of the bosses and I'm like wondering, like, you know, like they're not as awesome as I expected them to be, but they're big and awesome. And like the graphics are great. So I'm wondering, like. You know, Jesse, are there any, like, particularly awesome bosses you remember from, like, the early games where there's some big hideous monsters in those two? Uh, um, the first time you fight this giant-ass tarantula that spits fire, I remember that was, like, because on the PlayStation 2, that was, like, holy shit, that's a big-ass fucking spider. Sweet. And, like, it was, 
I remember, yeah, the boss fights in those games are, are really good. Okay, good. I'm glad to know that. Because, yeah, like, like I said, I was watching this one. I'm like, you know, these are cool. They're not, like, mind-blowing or anything. You know, this isn't, like, some, some old-school God of War type shit where it's like, oh, wow, that is, like, some epic level fights. This, it's more like, I'm just impressed with how nice everything looks and how fun everything seems and just how much fun the game seems to be having with itself. So, it's pretty cool. It's just a bunch of bunch of cool dudes fighting their way through some weird underworld tree, and since it's Devil May Cry, there's all kinds of family crap. They're all sons of some fucking ancient demon or whatever's going on. I, I really need to kind of bone up on these before I consider jumping into uh, Devil May Cry 4 and 5 and figuring out what's uh, if this actually is a series for me. But... Yeah, seemed like a cool pick. We already had the soundtrack at GTT Radio. I knew the songs were good. And I'm like, Devil May Cry 5, that's got to be a game with some sick-ass bosses. And, you know, in, in looking into it, yeah, pretty fucking cool. <laughs> like, if you like, uh, you know, swords and toads and silver-haired dudes, then, uh, <laughs> you know, this is the fucking game, man. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, uh, if I ever do get the PS5, I definitely think I'm going to cop the uh, special edition of this, because I guess also uh, you get to play as uh, fucking, what's-his-face, Dante's brother, uh, Virgil. Virgil. Oh. Yeah. And the I'm like, worst right. character to fight in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. I was going to say, based on what I know of him for Marvel vs. Capcom 3, which is pretty much all I know of him, uh, he's a pain in the ass and uh, <laughs> seems like it uh, might be kind of fun to play as. Like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're too fucking cool and demonic to use a gun yourself? All right. I see how it is, you classy son of a bitch. Slick your hair back. We're going to have some fun. So, uh, Man, yeah. how many times have I heard that? Exactly. <laughs> I assume all the time, Johnny, you, you slick-ass demonic son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that's what people. That's how people look at you. Slick you're your the, hair back. You're the Virgil of some... whatever job you're at. <laughs> I'm definitely going to see if I can buy slick your hair back. We're going to have some fun.com. <laughs> Go back and clip everything I just said and try and find a working website in there. Uh, and then it's just a picture of all of us with Virgil's hair. It'll be great. Um, and also, I'm going to need to see if we have enough Patreon money to buy us all some sick-ass dusters. Cause, uh, yeah. yeah. J- just looking at this game makes you want to wear a fucking, like, really big, colorful duster. So, oh, man. We, uh, we can have a special uh, Patreon-only episode where we all wear dusters. Just, all we do is talk about these cool dusters that we all bought. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even play music. We just talk about the dusters. <laughs> How much we love the dusters. Oh, mine's uh. red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So coming soon, uh, you know, the GTT fashion show. Uh, duster man, we, duster that tune. So many, so many good new ideas this year. This is going to be great. Yeah, uh, Johnny, let's keep it going, man. Game three.
right, fellas. So this game has not seen a North American re-release since its original release back in 1998, and it is mostly famous for not being an RPG. Who's feeling great? Me. Never. Cool. Well, this is our fan request for the evening. I want to thank our requester on this one. This one came to us via Discord from Tasty. Patreon superfan Tasty. And let's see those answers. Johnny and Jesse are both showing them. They both say Einhander. And David has said Einhander. That's correct. It's a hat trick. Really strange, John, when you've said Einhunter for the previous game. I'm like, wait a minute. When did I leave any metadata? When did I leave a paper trail indicating that Einhunter was on tonight's show? I believe you already uploaded it to GTT Radio, I think. God damn it. You weren't <laughs> supposed to notice that. <laughs> Soundtrack's really fucking good, John. I wanted to listen to it today at work. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I, you know, man, I even, like, deleted the fucking... The, Discord bot message that said, "Hey, we have a new soundtrack. It's Einhunter." I'm like, yeah. "No, no, no. Nobody, need, nobody needs to know about this." We all get an email. This slick- <laughs> Fuck the emails. <laughs> oh, but your emails, John. <laughs> See, that's that's where Johnny gets us. He pays attention to those emails because every time that my phone buzzes, it's like. You have a new email. GTT Radio has a new soundtrack. It's like, oh, cool. Delete. 
Like, I don't really pay attention to it. <laughs> Shit, David, ouch, man. I'm, I read every I'm single one you, of those. I'm and also, David, fuck you, I wrote that pot. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad you uh, really appreciate the show, David. That's that's great. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I very much appreciate the show. Yeah. Clearly, it's the radio yeah. that I don't care about. Dave doesn't care Ouch. about the infrastructure that I build. <laughs> like, <laughs> David Fleming doesn't care about GTT radio. There, he wow. said it. Man. And y'all thought I was the heel. Fuck. Yeah, jeez. Oh, man. So anyway, yeah. So, um... <laughs> Wow, David, you'll never hear this soundtrack again Shit. because it's uh, it's on GTT Radio. Yeah. This is Ein Hunder. Don't worry, buddy. I feel, like, I feel like I've really bitten myself in the ass here. You have, David. Yeah, Maybe you, have, you should man, show up on the radio are... from time to time and make a damn request. As soon as we get off this episode, I'm going to go add some new code to the chatbot so that if you try to request Ein Hunder, it says no. <laughs> like <laughs> Specifically for you. <laughs> Uh, or we should make a bot that sends David an email every time someone makes a single request. Uh, <laughs> oh like my every God. chat bot request sends David an email. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good idea. David really needs to be reminded. Hey, David, maybe check out twitch.tv slash GTT radio. Hmm? Hey, what, was that? what was that link again? Twitch.tv slash GTT radio. Great. Although, speaking of things that we do specifically to harm me personally, um, I was on the Game That Tune wiki looking at the list of songs that have been banned, and like the first entire soundtrack is TDR Disney Mix. Like, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you know, you fucking, you don't even know what you unleash. You, you, <laughs> that's the thing with David and the and the fucking radio. You pick these songs, you pick these fucking games for the show. Not realizing that guys like me have to, you know, upload them to GTT Radio, where the strangest motherfuckers on the internet apparently just live. <laughs> and they're like, oh, DDR Disney Grooves? Oh, is that, like, just shitty 90s mixtape rap with goofy rapping? Like, I think I'll request that all fucking day. All day. <laughs> you know, so... I've got to fucking, you know, like, come up with ideas for how to stop that from happening and then bother John with ways to program that from happening. Yeah, David, like, do, you know, do you have any idea how many, like, rules I've had to program because of the DDR Disney groups? Pretty much all starting from DDR Disney groups. Yeah. Damn it, David. David, your actions have consequences. <laughs> yeah, they really do. Uh, yeah, so I was like, okay, John, you're like, okay, you know, write code to figure out like like if a person's requested too many long songs in the past you know day sure and yeah. then it Some was things like things that seemed logical and universal like you know yeah don't request too many long songs don't and, request and then songs it was like, less okay, than 30 too many seconds songs to the same soundtrack you know in the same day and it's like how hey, do cool. i punish someone who only wants to request little red rapping hood from ddr disney groups like without banning them and telling them to go fuck themselves how do i <laughs> how do i stop that yeah and then, so eventually became okay john how do i just make it so when somebody requires a certain soundtrack, we just tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, the bot literally tells them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> yeah, Dave, if you want a good time, go to GT Radio and try to request any DDR Disney Group soundtrack song. Well, see, that makes me sad because... I do want to go to GTT Radio and request, like, the Enchanted Tiki Room, because I enjoy that song. Well, oh, and then I'll get told to go fuck myself. Well, no, here's the thing, David. You are a mod. So... You can turn on Anarchy Mode, which removes all bands for about a minute. So you turn on Anarchy Mode, you request a song, 
And then enjoy the fact that for a whole minute, a lot of other people got requests all the band music. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Although uh, I will all say that, that is to say, I okay, was going to say my say something my, else. My favorite song from the DDR Disney remix soundtrack is "I'm Hander." So <laughs> right. Thank you, Dave, oh. for getting us back on track. Uh, you know, fucking Mickey just rapping over these "I'm Hander" beats. Okay. Oh, God. Now you're on to something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a spaceship. <laughs> oh man, yeah. See, you know, I even had a fucking sound clip to reveal the game, and we we just fucking moved right past that. Son of a bitch, Johnny, play the uh, play the opening dying hander. <laughs> Shit. Uh, what did you call that file? Uh, request reveal clip. Got it. There was a time in the era of great chaos when the Earth and the Moon were at war with each other. A daredevil from the moon piloted a bizarre aircraft. It was feared, and because of its shape, called Ironhide. Yes, I got a couple of notes on that intro. One, they make a big whooshing sound when they say where the hero is from, so I don't know if the hero of the game is from the Earth or the moon. And then they also make another big whooshing sound when they say Einhander. So uh, it's unclear the details of this game. But yes, uh, this is a shoot 'em up game for the PlayStation 1 in which you're playing as a guy from the moon attacking the Earth. Because um, I guess there's a war between the Earth and the moon. And uh, it's got cool, like, robot animal bosses. Uh, so like, are you in the Space Force? No, you're in the the offshoot of the Space Force, the one that comes from the moon. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're in the moon's moon retaliatory force. force. <laughs> yeah, we made Space Force. We pissed off the moon. They sent they sent back the Einhander. <laughs> uh, I hope this comes to pass. Honestly, this this seems like the future that us liberals want. It's uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we want we a war between the, the moon, moon and the Earth. <laughs> I don't I don't want to further like send us off track but now that biden is president do we have a space force anymore i hope so i mean like is he going to disband the space force no that would be a bad move man space force (laughs) is easily the best thing that ever happened in the last four years it's a pretty good tv Um, show it's a it's a worthwhile like branch of government honestly i mean yeah we don't need to discuss space force goddamn we're talking about einhander yeah yeah (laughs) shit you almost got me, like, explaining why Space Force was a worthwhile idea. It just seems stupid because the stupid president came up with it. Ugh. I mean, I agree we should try to do space travel again. It was really cool when NASA did it, but... That's not even what it is. It's just about managing military assets and satellites and shit in space. Yeah, it's a necessary stupid. function of government. Yeah. But, anyway. Einhanders. <laughs> so, you know, if... Now, if Space Force develops the Einhander program and comes up with these ships that look like nothing, then I'm in. I'm all in. Trump's presidency I, will ultimately be judged a success because, because we got of Einhander. Spe- because, they, because we got Einhander ships. I feel so bad for the was, requester because we are not saying shit about this game. Tasty knows what's up, man. Yeah, this, you know, he knew what he was this doing. is not a game that is made to be discussed terribly thoroughly. It's a great forgotten PS1 game. The, to go with the trivia, it's a Squaresoft game that's not an RPG, so that's why it's kind of odd. It's a shoot 'em up from fucking Squaresoft. You fly a ship that looks like nothing that's literally in the fucking intro of the game. So, you know, a man piloted a bizarre-looking ship, 
And it's a scrolling shooter uh, with PlayStation block graphics in which you fight, like, vaguely animal machine-shaped things. Uh, and it's got a sick fucking soundtrack. Shout out to uh, Kenichiro Fukui for a fucking fantastic, like, just techno-filled soundtrack. It's hard as Classic shit, soundtrack. Too. Oh, is it hard as well? Yeah. I, I, I had no idea. Most scrolling shooters aren't hard, Jesse. What? Not putting up with that surface level commentary anymore, Jesse. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. Like, some shooters, you can get past the first level. This one, I don't think I can get past the first level. So. I get it. You get distracted. So there's, there's hard, and then there's hard as shit. So. Right. But, I mean, there's, there's the difficulty, and there's also the guilt factor. Honestly, like, who wants to play a game in which you're attacking the Earth? Like, um, I, do. I don't want to be. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, you know, you got to flip it around, man. What if they made an Independence Day game, and you played as the aliens? Like, what the fuck would that be about? What? That sounds great. They actually. No, John, you'd be blowing up the Earth. That's our home planet, John. Yeah, but you're playing <laughs> as the did... aliens. <laughs> they did that. There was a, a Space Invaders game where there was a mode where you could play as the Space Invaders. <laughs> And it was kind of like a, I don't want to say it was a real-time strategy game, but it was it was almost like a strategy game where you were like deploying ships in order to take over and blow up the planet. Okay. Honestly, that sounds kind of cool. Um, do you get to blow up like uh, specific landmarks? <laughs> I don't think so, but they really should have done that. Yeah, I don't think this game does that either. They really should have had some more like recognizable backgrounds. It seems like it's just kind of techno future levels that also just happen to be on the earth and it's like all right that's it's cool you know the bosses are big cool robots uh but it, it would have been nice if uh like true planet of the apes style you could have blown up the statue of liberty at some point i'm just saying um you know you can't blow up any other new york objects you're not gonna bait me into that one um it's Oof. uh yeah that's right it's the, it's the distant future david <laughs> never forget um it's a cool-looking game with a fantastic fucking soundtrack. Uh, do we want to talk any more about how David should listen to more GTT Radio, or should we just tell everybody listening, go check out twitch.tv slash GTT Radio, the best uh, non-stop video game music live stream out there. It's, it, it's, it's one of our greatest things that we do. It's arguably more important than the podcast at this point. Yeah. I think it, it gets more listeners. <laughs> I, I, I've been working on a whole like rewrite of the Discord bot, and a whole rewrite because of that, like a whole like new binding of my favorite programming linguist to an encryption library all for gtc radio like it drives everything we do yep yeah thanks david sure yeah i mean i do want to take this opportunity like stepping away from characters and bits in the show to say that johnny you honestly don't get enough praise <laughs> for the work that you do on gtc radio like it's legitimately mind-blowing what you've made yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to go that far. Yeah, I'll why send you a link. Why are I'll we you a link to, Come on. I'll send you a link to the encryption thing I'm working on because, again, it's strictly like the whole reason I'm doing it is for Discord. Like, that's, it's ridiculous. But, anyways. You're great, John. Your yeah. programming is great. The radio is great. David should be uh, more of a participant. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm glad that we got Einhander on there. Johnny, maybe figure out a way to uh, update the games that go into the radio without sending out that email so that I can fucking sneak things past you. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole reason I put it there, man. 
That's the whole Son reason. Yeah, Johnny needs as many clues as possible. Yeah. If you have the audacity to fucking upload your game before the show, <laughs> Johnny's gonna find out about it. Son of a bitch. Game well, anyway. four. Thank you, Tasty, for the request.
sorry, I lost my trivia for a second. Okay. In the original version of this game, one of the characters shouts, damn, they're targeting the planetary defense system. The word damn was replaced with no in a re-release likely to remove a possible swear word from the game. Would anyone care for an additional piece of trivia? Yes. Yeah, sure, can't hurt. The Japanese version of this game included a questionnaire, which, once completed, um, the game would recommend a difficulty setting for you. That's nice of them. I had no idea. Because I didn't play the Japanese version, David. Do you want even more trivia? No, I know what the answer is. <laughs> okay. 
So, Jesse says Star Fox 2. Sadly incorrect. John and Johnny have the correct answer of Metroid Prime 3. Yeah. So this is Metroid Prime 3. Colon corruption. Corruption. I was about to say, Colon officially corruption. Metroid Prime 3 corruption. Yes. What a game it was. Yeah, it's weird, because this was a really fun game, and it kind of came out and passed. Like, everyone kind of forgot about this one. I mean, I forgot about it until I picked up the Metroid Prime trilogy, at which point I also probably forgot about it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, that's a game. Yeah, it's weird. So many people are excited about Metroid Prime 4. It's like, yeah, but... <laughs> Do you remember 3? <laughs> it's like, people only seem to give a shit about Metroid Prime. Like, 2 and 3, everyone just kind of forgot about. We all love it in theory. Like, <laughs> it's... Yeah. Metroid Prime was so good that we want to see a fourth one of it, despite not giving a fuck about 2 or 3. That's the beauty of it, baby. <laughs> Um, but no, I played this game. I enjoyed this game. And uh, as we mentioned earlier on a segment that may or may not be getting cut from the podcast version, um, this was a really hard theme, not because there aren't great boss fights, but because a lot of the great boss fights are from games we've already used. Like some of my personal favorite boss fights We've done, like, we've done Mario Sunshine, we've done Kirby Superstar, we have done every classic Mega Man game, um, but we haven't done Metroid Prime 3, and one of the first bosses, I think it's actually the first boss you fight, is Meta Ridley, which, you know... Oh, no, that's a good boss. <laughs> you know, Meta Ridley, like, uh, Ridley is a regular boss in Metroid games, that's not surprising, but it starts off... Okay, was... John, did you play Metroid Prime 3? Uh, briefly, that's the thing. So, you know, I don't remember what it was that came along and distracted me and the gang from playing Metroid Prime 3. I want to say it was like Mario Strikers. Like, we bought, you know, we were all just, you know, uh, young and full of fucking, you know, wasteable money. So we just kept on buying video games. And it's like, yeah, Metroid Prime 3 is fine, but like... It's not very much fun for all of us to play, so let's play something that we can all play, like Smash Brothers or fucking Mario Strikers. Uh, I, I remember playing this for a couple of days, and it's like, hey, you know what's kind of fun? Wii controls. Like, you can rip a shield off of somebody with a flick of the nunchuck. Other than that, I, I mean, I honestly don't know if I played out of, like, the first area. Like, it, it's not a game that has any like resonance with me whatsoever okay jesse did you play this game by no. chance okay johnny i know <laughs> you have beaten this game to 100 percent completion multiple times oh yeah why we call him johnny Wee? yeah um, johnny Wee. oh that's why we call him that okay call every, him Wee, johnny Wee. that's why every halloween i just the same as new GTT. Anyway. Because we call him Johnny Wee. He dresses as Samus. <laughs> that, that joke, like, just completely reset me. I was like, wait, wait, what? Um, That's not funny. <laughs> thinking about Zero so, Suit Johnny, huh? Oh, oh God, no. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Johnny Regan uh, Zero Mission. Stupid sexy Johnny. that new wiki page. <laughs> there it is. So, anyway. 
and I think it's the first area you are like trying to fight off space pirates and like the Galactic Federation is trying to rescue scientists or whatever. Or whatever. Um, and the first time that you see Meta Ridley, you go into a morph ball and you go into like the air ducts to move from like tower to tower. And Meta Ridley kind of drops onto one of them and stops you from moving and tries to bite at you. And you have to lay a bomb to like blow up in his mouth to knock him mm. off. So like already it was like, that's an interesting way. And like, you don't usually fight bosses in the morph ball form. So that's kind of cool. But when you finally get to the reactor area and you turn on the power for the system, whatever weird sci-fi thing you have to do, everybody gets out. Samus is alone in this big tower. And then Meta Ridley flies in and just knocks you through the floor. And that's when the boss fight starts. Like, normally you would think a boss fight, you get knocked through this, through this giant chasm, you land, and then it starts. But it starts as you're falling. And as you're falling, there's a countdown of your meters until you hit the ground. So it's literally like Lord of the Rings, Gandalf and the Balrog. Like, you and right. Meta Ridley are falling through this giant tube. You're just shooting him as he's trying to, like, claw at you. And I just remember, damn, that was so intense and so much fun. Like, mm -hmm. fuck, that was an awesome boss fight. I wonder if somebody at Retro Studios knew Peter Jackson and called him up and was like, listen, man, I need a way to, you know, really hit this boss fight home. And Peter Jackson's like, all right, here, you can copy off the two towers, but just try to make it look like your own thing. <laughs> and uh, that's, how, that's how we got that, because... Yeah, honestly, I, I've rewatched The Lord of the Rings recently, and Gandalf falling down that fucking chasm fighting the Balrog is fucking awesome. What, <laughs> so, uh, do you think Lord of the Rings would be better with Samus? As who? Just there. <laughs> no, I need you to define a role for Samus. Uh, the entire the fellowship. Ring. Yeah, a Frodo. <laughs> just, just like ten Samuses instead of Frodo. <laughs> it's it's Samus. We, we will go with you. You will have my bow, but what about the baby? <laughs> See, you know, Jesse, you missed the easy layup of replacing Samwise with Samus. Oh. So it's just Frodo, but instead of Sean Astin with him, Samus is there the whole time. So, yeah. Potato. Yeah. <laughs> I can't carry the ring, but I can carry you, because I have the grapple beam. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man, it's good. this is nice. We don't have to simply walk into Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> I feel uh, like it'd be a shorter movie if it was if Samus was there. It would, um, until Gollum comes along and like steals the armor or some shit. I don't know. Like <laughs> there, there would have to be some sort of complication to which uh, that causes Sam Wise Samus to lose the armor completely. <gasps> Ice beam, <laughs> no, my precious. <laughs> no, I like the idea that it's it's the same epic but it's just reduced to like three hours just in the sense in the sense of like oh no we have to steal the ring he's trying to steal the ring no no of course he's not hang on and just super missile his ass yeah okay see actually now you're talking because yeah if samus could condense the whole lord of the rings trilogy down to one movie oh, that's fucking interminable that'd be great mm. that'd be great like yeah. that's the dream we'll go through the it? mines of moria uh, I don't know, man. Maybe I just fucking shoot Saruman with a fucking, you know, yeah. <laughs> a missile instead of, like, hey, instead of dealing with any of this I shit. I have a <laughs> fucking spaceship. We could just fly there. 
Yeah, oh, that's, you know, fly, you fools. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a good idea. I have a spaceship. <laughs> no, like, the idea, like, fly, you fools. And meanwhile, Sam says, like, holding on to the spaceship. I'm sorry, what? Huh? Yeah, you were saying? Okay. Not only can you fly, if you actually get in here, you get all your life back. So if you guys want to take this thing and throw the ring into the fires of Mount yeah. Doom, I got it right. It's dope. Oh, should we love- get that uh, fucking, the guy who dies all the time? <laughs> no, he's okay. <laughs> Swing back and pick up Boromir. Boromir, yeah. <laughs> Sean, oh, Bean Sean Bean just lives in the fucking spaceship. Don't kill me in here. <laughs> Sean Bean in like a tube of like space goo coming back to life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that you know, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's also work on writing that. I would love with Samus Samus. to get real meta with it. Be like, we can skip two whole books with my spaceship yeah. right now, guys. Like, I'm telling you. Fucking don't even go to Helm's Deep. That's a yeah. kill box. We don't oh, need to agree. Okay. okay. <laughs> we don't need to talk to Tom Babadil. Fuck that guy. He's a weirdo. Like, We're just going straight to Mordor. So, here's what happens. Okay, this is how we start the Lord of the Rings uh, Metroid universe. <laughs> so, it, okay, at least it has to be two movies. That way we can have this amazing cliffhanger. So... They get to Mount Doom, Samus tosses in the ring, and they're like, oh, it's finally over. They walk down, and then it expands back to the volcano or whatever, and a fucking Metroid is floating up with the fucking ring in one of its little claws. <laughs> and then it just says, the end. And or, See, and I kind of like, like that. Oh or, God. you know, she throws the <laughs> ring in and doesn't really watch it melt. And so they're just like, all right, we're done. And then slowly out of the lava, Kraid rises yes. with the ring on. <laughs> I like the idea of And she then there's throws... a big boss fight. <laughs> I like no, the idea no, no, of no. she throws the ring on, a Metroid flies out with holding on to the ring at fade to black, and then just the end. Question mark? Yeah. <laughs> no, guys, I got y'all beat. Mother right. brain? Kraid raises rises out of the water. He, you know they've got the uh the the water. Wa- they've got the, wa- the water. Oh, sorry, the lava. Mount Doom got- is flooded. It's it's an ocean. It's Shit. an oceanic volcano. Gotta the- go to the Mount Doom rocky underwater area. Out of the lava. They've got the one ring. The Incredible Hulk shows up. They do a single <laughs> uppercut. They fall back into the lava. Level complete. It's honestly not a bad idea either, as long as we're just getting silly with it. <laughs> like. I mean, honestly, like, however we add Samus to the Lord of the Rings trilogy, I'm perfectly fine with it, as long as she completely takes over the role of Samwise Genji and ends up marrying some barmaid back in the Shire. Like, oh, I'm fine with yeah. that. God. I, oh, man. I, I'm totally in it. All okay. that is to say, really, that we need to just, like, a Samus character in movies at some point. You know, whether it be a Metroid movie or they just insert her into an existing fantasy series. Uh, Samus needs to be in movies. Um, but, David, uh, is there anything of actual substance to say about Metroid Prime 3 Corruption, or is it just that awesome meta Ridley Balrog fight? <laughs> no, it was a fun game. Um, I feel like a lot of people what kind of... Well, I feel like a lot of people kind of unfairly compared it because it was 
a sci-fi action adventure game on the Wii, and I feel like a lot of people were like, oh, it's a first-person shooter on the Wii. It's like the Wii's Halo. And that's, like, not at all what it was. That's a terrible idea. What? Like, why wouldn't you compare it to the games in its actual series? <laughs> well, I remember it's like, oh, it's like a sci-fi shooter. This, is, this isn't this is like Halo. Like, no, it's not. It's, it's a Metroid game. Um, <laughs> but it was fun. You, instead of exploring one planet, you, like, could hop in the ship and explore multiple planets. Um, one of them was the Space Pirate Homeworld, which I remember being super fucking cool. Um, you had unique boss fights. Uh, you met other bounty hunters, and then eventually they got corrupted, and you had to fight them, too. Um, oh, yeah. One of them was, like, a mechanized robot guy who had, like, giant mech suits. There was a shapeshifter who, if I remember, took on, like, other bosses, so used, wasn't like, one, other boss patterns. Wasn't one of them a tree beard? Um, you know, it's been a while since I played this. I'll have to check, but maybe... Mm. Okay. Which uh, the, which of these planets was most Shire-like? Ooh. Space Pirate Homeworld? <laughs> Probably, yeah. They all just sit there smoking pipes and eating second breakfast. Hell yeah. <laughs> Although... These Space Pirates, wait a minute, why do we hate these guys? Yeah. They're dope. <laughs> One of the things that I really liked about this game um, is... The Prime games were kind of like their own separate side series to the Metroid franchise, and a lot of people don't give a shit about Lauren's story, but I do. And oh, I know you do. They introduced the Aurora unit, which were like these giant techno-organic supercomputers, and eventually the final boss was a Phazon-corrupted... Or Aurora unit that you had to fight and I was looking I was like this seems familiar and you can as you scan through the game you can find blueprints for you know oh we have a an establishment for how you could create a, an environment for an Aurora unit and it was basically Turion from Super Metroid and the oh. Aurora units were like the precursor to Mother Brain what? that's cool it's like that's fucking awesome man that is kind of awesome Son of a bitch. Now I kind of want to go back and play these. Um, this, that is to say, not these. On Switch? Uh, I'm fine on the other Metroid Prime games, but I'm, I'm like, man, I probably should have gotten more than a few minutes into this one. <laughs> and I enjoyed the motion controls. I thought the, like, Wiimote sensor shooting was fun. I thought the, like, ripping the shield off of enemies to shoot them was fun. Like, I enjoyed this game. Yeah. No, I've never been down on the motion controls like everybody else is, so... I've still got my fucking Prime Trilogy for the Wii. I might have to might have to break this thing out of its old steelbook and uh, you know get the Wii plugged. In. God, okay, no, it's it sounds just Never mind. thinking about. It. Yeah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Let me just boot up the old Wii U into Wii mode and uh, get Metroid Prime. Nah, not doing it. Wait for a Switch release. I mean, yeah, haven't they been calling for like a, a Prime Trilogy re-release for a while now and? Isn't Nintendo just not doing it? <laughs> yeah, there's there's been a lot of speculation that it's coming, and it just hasn't come. Um. <laughs> Thank you, John. That's, uh, that diffused that situation neatly. <laughs> Game 5 Tables have turned Nothing is learned It's a real tragedy Wasted up from the floor Spirit 
once more a final learning process falling down you might scream you might shake could be a lonely mistake and it's true we are through this is the Stop for heaven or hell How can we tell A real dead collective Lost perspective Nothing is real Nothing to feel And when the pain consumes you Death protects you
right. <clears throat> For this game, um, originally the main character was going to start out shirtless and without a gun. But uh, they were pressured by EA to have the uh, main character start with a gun because, quote-unquote, Westerners are all about guns. <laughs> This game, man. How you guys feeling? 
pretty good. I'm feeling good. You got a good guess. You know those lyrics had some hints yeah. in them, I think? They did they? That's funny. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. help me out a lot, too. <laughs> let's see, let's see. Johnny Maybe says, I should have paid attention to the lyrics. Madden 06. That's definitely incorrect. Um, what? Is, let's see. Some Madden NFL gun edition? No, that's incorrect also. Well, wow, you both went Madden? That's funny. Uh, that is weird. And John has the correct answer. Shadows of the Damned. Am I the only one that listens to the lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> they did say Shadows of the Damned a bunch. Yeah, Shit. several times. And uh, that's not to mention Jesse streaming this several times this week. <laughs> that's because this game is fucking nuts. That's I, usually I, what I pay attention to. Like, uh, so you, you went with Madden Gun. <laughs> <laughs> have Have y'all checked out any of the stream? Like, no, I'm no. Okay. I missed it. Okay, good, good. Because this is going to be fucking great. So this game, you're a demon hunter named Garcia Hotspur, and uh, you walk. I'm into yeah, it. Yeah, and you have count me in. You have a talking <laughs> skull that turns into a gun, as well as a motorcycle, um, and he can talk to. He can turn into different kinds of guns too, and uh, he like one of the guns shoots teeth, which is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> the other gun, one of the other guns is called a boner. So like when you're trying to upgrade your abilities, you're like, oh, I want my boner to have uh, more damage or I want my, the rate of fire of my boner to be increased. Um, fucking soul. Yeah. yeah so is this, I'm sorry. Is this game rated M for mature? It is. It is. <laughs> oh, oh, when I start playing the clips. <laughs> so, um, this is a Suda 51 game. Is it's it rated, rated for M for juvenile. mature? Because it seems like it's rated F for 14. <laughs> it's yeah. rated R for ribald, no doubt. Yeah. A for awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, it's a of 51 game, so it's already going to be fucking, oh. fucking weird. Um, and it's a, it's like a third-person shootery game, and uh, there's just a little bit of jank there, but it's it's like a of 51 game, so there's going to be some weird jank. But you're there mostly for the fucking outrageous craziness that's happening. Are we the kind of people that need to explain what a Suda 51 game is? Like, name a couple of those? Or do we just, I don't know. at this point in GTT, do we assume people know what that means? I, let's see, there's No More Heroes, Killer 7, um, this one. Um, I don't think he, he helped, but it was Grasshopper Studio, which is... Who helped on this? They did God Hand, so it's that kind of weird, you know, Word. Japanese weirdness, you know. Um, yep. So, like, um, as for the uh, the bosses, the main boss is a guy named Fleming, and this this motherfucker, huh? his yeah, his name is Fleming, and he uh, has like a giant trench coat. He carries this gigantic like staff-looking thing that looks like a tree trunk. Um, he, his head is a skull with, uh, with six eyes. So it looks like the, uh, so he's got like a skull and then the eye part of another skull and then an eye part of the, another skull on his head. So he's got this really tall head and he, so he's got like a, <clears throat> the Goro of skulls. Yeah. He looks, he looks really crazy. And, um, the voice acting and the dialogue in this game is so like, like, 
just it's something um, I just want to say before before any clips start playing, I'm suddenly yeah. At first, I, I my ears were perked up because I'm like, oh, uh, you know, a character named Fleming. I, I know a guy named Fleming. Uh, and as you described it, less and less, I believe this is based on David. <laughs> I th- well, when you hear no. him talk, I think uh, I think clearly it's based on Alexander Fleming, discoverer of penicillin. Certainly, huh. or Ian Fleming, uh, James Bond novelist. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, he famously had a multi-tiered skull. Uh, David Fleming, sadly, somewhat of a normal man, comparatively. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it depends on what we're discussing. That's true. <laughs> multi-tiered skull? No. <laughs> um, so let me set the scene. Uh, Garcia is walks in and to see his girlfriend hanging, which is really fucked up. But then her back opens up and a bunch of demons come out and <laughs> Right. <laughs> David, you okay? That's less <laughs> fucked up than her being yeah. hung. <laughs> and um after that then uh, F- uh Fleming shows up and uh Garcia shoots at him and he puts he puts uh the girl inside of his stomach and it's like in his trench coat. It's really weird. Um but play the call me Fleming, it's uh Garcia just shot at him. Men Hunter, your bullets have no bite, no penetration. (laughs) (laughs) You need more thrust! (laughs) That was just the appetizer, Hotspur. A taste of what's in store. So you know my name. And you don't know mine. Please, call me Fleming. Oh, you're not going to get bowdy over one little blonde bombshell. Tell you what, you can have the girl back, good as new. If you atone for your sins against me for slaying my legion of demons, admit that you challenged a greater power and lost. Admit that your endowment will never measure up to my own. I will admit you're a fucking asshole. How's that, Fleming? <laughs> oh, so be it. A place for Paula has now been set at my table, mortal. So as you can see, he's very infatuated with his large penis. Um, much like our mm-hmm. Fleming. And, uh... <laughs> I mean, I'm not infatuated with it. Everybody else seems to be. That's true. Um, so after that happens, you jump down to, I guess, the underworld. And you're talking to your demon friend who's named Johnson. Um, and he... Oh, come on! <laughs> and he's, uh, he's a skull that, you know, he turns into your gun and stuff. And so he's like, I don't think we should go to the underworld. And he's like, don't worry, I know how to get there. And he throws the skull behind him, and the skull turns into a motorcycle. And <laughs> because, of course, it fucking does. And <laughs> so it turns into a gun and a motorcycle? Yes. And so he, okay. he gets on the motorcycle, and the motorcycle can talk, you know, because he's still the skull. He just, uh, and so he talks, and he's all like, um, hey, how did you know all about the, uh, how to get to the demon place? Um, Johnny, play internet. Onos, the underworld lies just beyond the sound barrier. How do you know? 
That's like super classified demon information. <laughs> Not according to the internet. <laughs> so, stuff like that. Wow. Um, you also... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's literally no need to explain. <laughs> so... <laughs> looked it up <laughs> every time you get into a new area um there's this like floating like monster thing with one eye and can you guess what his name is guys can you guess what the one-eyed monster is called penis no his name my hunch, one my hunch is cyclops but i'm gonna go with willie one-eyed william and oh, so yes. and so every time you see him he takes a uh, he he poops and then flies straight up into the air. Uh, can you play Jesus Smoky Christ. Dump, Johnny? So uh, does Willie always take a big Smoky Dump in public? <laughs> you should see him piss. <laughs> Did it cut off? We said you should see him piss. Damn it. Yeah. He says you should see him piss. Um, <laughs> so that's good. Um, wow. So as you're traversing through this game, um, you'll come to these gates that have crying baby heads on them. <laughs> and that's really fun. As one does. <laughs> and so you have to solve like puzzles and stuff, and you have to find like uh, like either fruit or eyeballs or brains to stuff in the baby's mouth. And of course, you know, there's all these puzzles going on, and Garcia wants to know... Um, more about solving these puzzles. Can you uh, play horse fucking? I say. Oh, what? Just what? warn me if I have to fuck a horse to unlock a door. Huh? <laughs> just, just warn me if I have to fuck a horse to unlock a door. Okay. <laughs> Which I'm sorry. Jesus. It doesn't happen. I don't in the mean game, to, but I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm just confused about something, and it's not related to the horse fucking to solve a puzzle. I'm confused about the, like, oh, you have to find things to feed these baby heads, like fruit or organs or eyeballs. Like, wait, I'm sorry. How did fruit get into this list? Well, like, according, according to Johnson, the strawberries are like catnip to demons. So, <laughs> whatever that sure, means. Sure, why not? <laughs> strawberries Just warn are me if a I top have to fuck a horse to unlock a door. Huh? <laughs> That's going on the soundboard. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. <laughs> And so then, like, okay, this is the last clip, but it's so fucking good because I have never, I never in a million years would imagine hearing what you're about to hear in a video game. I don't know if you guys have imagined, but you're about to find out. So you can find these storybooks, and Johnson will read these storybooks to you. And they usually have, like, a, a funny little, like, uh, it's like a Twilight Zone, something to learn at the end. Um, so here's just a small excerpt of one of the books. Can you play Beaver Book? Out of weight. <laughs> Afterwards, the only woman in the joint took the stool next to him and asked him his name. The bartender leaned over the counter. You don't know this guy, Mary. George is famous, being all over the tri-state area. With a wink, he added, man's insatiable. And that night, George proved it as he buried his face in Mary's beaver. <laughs> Holy woodland creatures! And a boy, George! And a boy, George! Play that harmonica, she purred. But even after five trips to heaven and back, he had not had his fill. The morning after was an awkward affair as they stared at each other over coffee. One wanted to feel more, the other just wanted to feel. <laughs> 
キャンプ And we're out of here. <laughs> you know, I was doing pretty good until I got to play that harmonica, and that's where I tapped out. Yep. That's, uh. Wow. All right. Listen, guys, I fancy myself a guy that knows how to eat pussy, but am I supposed. Have I supposed to have been playing it like a harmonica? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, son of a bitch! I just. Like, okay, so I was playing the game, and I had already got on my sound clips, and I kept playing, and I got to that part, and as soon as they said buried my face in the beaver, I was like, holy <laughs> shit, that's in a video game? I gotta find that clip. <sighs> See, and, you know, like, we had Leisure Suit Larry last week. <laughs> like, yeah, this is so, far worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is so much worse. Jesus Christ. And it's, like, super oh. violent. It reminds me of, like, if you mix Devil May Cry and, uh, Resident Evil, because like, like the action isn't all like super fast paced, but it's gory and very stylized, and then you got right. fucking beaver books and horse fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that was actually one thing I forgot to say about the uh, the Devil May Cry earlier. Uh, watching some of the action, it's a lot less gory and less bloody than I thought it was going to be. Like you know, you kill things and they disintegrate into like ash and like you know, demon dimensional stuff. Uh, so they could have gotten away with uh, adding in some like pussy and talk to Devil May Cry because they they sacrificed some of the violence. So like this, having a, just a bunch of gory violence and playing pussies like harmonicas. So, yeah, <laughs> Jesse, this game's too much. <laughs> like, <laughs> gee, it's making me blush just even hearing these clips. And can we talk about the fact that the character is clearly just Steve Bloom doing a Spanish accent? Like, <laughs> Does that guy ever do a different voice? Ugh. <laughs> uh, David, help me out here. Does Steve no, Bloom ever do say, a different voice? <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Steve Bloom doing Steve Bloom. It's just Steve Bloom saying things in a Spanish accent. That's all, that's all it is. Like, go watch Samurai Shampoo and fucking, you know, just apply a Spanish accent to half of it. Like, you know, that's that's the character. That's, uh, you know, that, that guy is good at one thing. His Go voice. <laughs> Samurai Shampoo or Wolverine and the X-Men or right. Toonami. Yeah, just yeah, any Toonami interstitial. <laughs> yeah, but but say it with this Spanish accent. <laughs> yeah. And you've got this game. Um man. Jesse, Jesus Christ, what a pick. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> I'm, I just wanna keep playing <sighs> and see how much more smut is in this. This fucking <laughs> game. It's, it's it's great so far. It's funny. The beauty is we got a we got a redo episode coming up pretty soon, so we can bring this back and you can do a full smut yeah. report. Yes, like, please. <laughs> second half of smut with Jesse on episode two thirty four. <laughs> it's happening. Um, good God, like too much, man. Too much. I'm you know I'm baffled by it. Uh, is there anything else before we send it over to the calculating computer? Do you have any more weird horse fucking clips that you need to play? No, unfortunately. But it's... Johnny, did that make the soundboard? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> what letter? Uh, H for horse. H for horse. Of course. Obviously. It's going to replace hot take. Horse <laughs> 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 take. <laughs> Anytime we make a hot take, that's the sound now. <laughs> Just warn me if I have to fuck a horse to unlock a door, huh? I'd say it's time for the calculating computer.
Calculating computer activated. <laughs> you hear that like balloons, the aerobics out, like Oops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is David Fleming. Hell yeah, David. Congratulations, my man. Uh you did it. You did everything, uh, yeah, I, I can't say anything <laughs> about what we were just talking about because my son just woke up. I cannot you, make any references to that game. <laughs> would you say I won because I'm the boss? Exactly. That's exactly what I would say, and I would leave it at that, David. Congratulations. Um, man, what a what a game. What a show it's been. Uh, David, you've got the privilege. You've got the right. You've got the obligation, the duty to pick a theme for our next episode. So what do you got in mind? Well, um, we're coming into this episode feeling good, you know, inauguration day, turning over a new leaf as a country. We're coming into this episode, you know, we are just celebrating five years of Game That Tune. I think we're all feeling good, positive, happy. I feel like we could kick some ass. So I think our theme for next week should be games where you can kick. All right, all right. Kicking tunes on let's, next week's episode. Let's kick some ass. John, do we hit? Do we still have less kick some ice on the soundboard? Do we have a? Do no. we have any Schwarzenegger I don't, left? I, no, I don't have that. Son of a bitch. It's all right. Nah, I, I hit I for ice. That's what that came up with. Let's kick it's some weird. ice. You know, thank you, David. Horses can kick pretty Love hard. One. No. Don't play that again. <laughs> Why do we have that on the soundboard, but not Schwarzenegger? <laughs> Yeah, or give me the bubbly. <laughs> Pepsi Man! There okay, it is. at least we still have that. That's our kicking sound. Hell yeah, guys. Uh, that's going to be a great episode, Ben. You know, kicking tunes uh, on next week's episode. I like it. I like it. Um, well, yeah. What a, what a game that'll be and what a show this has been. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks to everybody watching along live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. We're in your podcast devices on Tuesday mornings. Uh, check us out at Game That Tune or anywhere you get your podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for our awesome exclusives. We've got covered up. We've got mixtapes. We've got GTT gems. We've got uh, movie commentaries. We got a lot of fun going on over there at Patreon. We appreciate you guys supporting the show, supporting our GTT radio stream on Twitch. Uh, just anybody that wants to support us, we uh, we love you guys. Uh, we want to give a special shout out to our Patreon super fans: Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Weiss, Sam L. Mork, and Tasty. A uh, bunch of fantastic fellas, fantastic supporters of the show. We love you guys. Uh, thank you again to Tasty for his request this week. What a request it was. Uh, he made it in our Discord server, so hit up GameThatTune.com. Find the link to that Discord. Or find us on Twitter at GameThatTune. Or you can find us individually on Twitter. I'm there at JGangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at... JPRegan.jr. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at... Sega underscore legend... And you can find this week's winner, the illustrious David Fleming, on Twitter at DFD Fleming. Hell yeah, David! So you've got it, man. You've got the bonus tunes. You're playing us out. We're uh, we're marching into a new era. Of game that tune. Uh, what do you What do you got for us, man? 
Uh, well, with the theme of kicking ass, I went with a song that's all about kicking. It all is about an the, ass. <laughs> it is the uh, theme of Chun Li from Mega Man X Street Fighter. Hell yeah, man! Fantastic pick, famous kicks. We'll see you next week, everybody. Peace out. Incredible Hulk is copyright 1994 Probe Entertainment and U.S. Gold. Devil May Cry 5 is copyright 2019 Capcom Company Limited. Einhunder is copyright 1998 Squaresoft. Metroid Prime 3 Corruption is copyright 2007 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Shadows of the Damned is copyright 2011 Grasshopper Manufacture. Word. Hey guys, I'm sorry. I have to put the show on pause for a sec. Uh, I gotta go check on the baby. This sure. uh, never happens to me. Uh, Johnny put up the technical difficulty side or something. Ah, shit. I, I don't even well, have that loaded up because it's been a long time, so let's talk about yourself for a minute here. Or um, I was going to say, um, I could talk about Devil May Cry. Yeah, well, wait for, talk wait for John to come. Else, or, yeah. Wait for John to come back. I don't want to miss out. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, um, I just want to say, kind of off the cuff, did anybody else have difficulty with this theme? Because, like, yeah, all of my yeah. favorite boss fights we've already used yes same I, I had a really hard time with that i did at first but then man once i found it so that I'm yeah so I, I resorted to googling like great boss fights and then we had used all those so then i googled worst boss fights and found the hulk <laughs> i was like okay done <laughs> see it was funny too because i was like all of my favorite bosses we've used so it's like okay let me search great boss fights and yeah we've used all those like okay how about unique boss fights oh i haven't played any of this these games because it was all like dark souls 3 it's like yeah, yeah. no <laughs> yeah a lot of uh that from software company all their dark souls and dark whatever games like those popped up in a lot of my searches like i haven't played any of these <laughs> That None I kept ever getting Shadow me. of the Colossus. I was like, yeah, I know that game has awesome boss fights. That game is nothing but awesome boss fights. Yeah. And I think we've used it, right? Have we used we it? have, yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I resorted to like looking up great joke boss fights, you know? And uh, like boss fights where they get like six health bars, like you were saying, but then you just beat them, you know? And yeah, Hulk came out, it's like, okay, done. Done, done, done. You just punch Although him in a pit, say- game ends. J- just speaking of health bars, I think it's Sephiroth in Kingdom Hearts 2. He's like an optional boss in the Colosseum, and mm-hmm. I want to say he has 15 health bars. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> He's really fucking tricky. Like, that's... No, no, fuck it. No. Yeah, I want to do uh, Great Mighty Zote from Hollow Knight, because that's a great joke boss fight. Um... Where throughout the game, he's constantly talking about how, like, awesome he is, and he's a great warrior and all that shit. And then you get to, like, the Coliseum, and you fight him, and, like, he can't actually damage you, you know? 
Um, but we've used Hollow Knight, so I couldn't talk about it. But like something I always wondered was like, there's something I wondered the first time I fought it was, um, like, is this one of those fights where I'm supposed to just like kind of sit back and like I get the real ward if I don't beat him up because he's so useless, you know? And it turns out like no, you actually just, you just beat him up even though he sucks. We're just talking about uh, we? games we wanted to use but couldn't because we've done it before. Oh, okay, word. Yeah, yeah. sorry guys, that really That's... never happens. Yeah. Um, usually my son's okay? asleep by now. Yeah, he's just uh, not going down to sleep, and once he's screaming for me for some reason. Oh, okay. And it's hard to explain to a two-year-old that you're doing a podcast right now and you can't lay with him. So he wants you know. to talk about Devil May Cry Five. Yeah, apparently exactly. he's played it. You know that little devil trigger using motherfucker. <laughs> um, I love the idea of your son like in his underwear or in his diaper, just kind of like standing up in bed, like, <laughs> "Why you... that motherfucker's playing Devil May Cry Five without me?" Yeah. Hmm. Daddy, let me uh, let me have a little bit of milk and watch you play this completely inappropriate for me game. Um, so I yeah, wholly yeah, expect we're... your son to at one point say, that motherfucker? Oh, Real... I mean, he says things like that. He, he hears everything I say. Real question, when do, because I don't have kids, when do kids get out of diapers? Is, is uh, he, like... he, he should be out pretty soon. Okay. I've really been needing to get on a potty train and train. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But I thought he was potty trained. Eh. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if two was like he's well out or two he's like on the way out. You know what I mean? Like on I have no idea. <laughs> okay, he's okay, nearly okay. three, and I'm sick of changing his diaper, so yeah, yeah. he should be out. Anyway, uh, where were we? Uh, I was asking Jesse Devil if he played any Devil May Cry games. 